The Heads Up Festival returns to Hull in September. It's a theatre festival produced by Ensemble 52. Um, Dave Windass, a playwright, a member of Ensemble 52, joins me now. Um, Dave, you have a new play that you're trying out um, in September, Leisure Demand. Tell me about it. Uh, It's set against the backdrop of uh, the world of magic, the curious world of magic, and it's about uh, one man, James, um, who always fancied being a magician. Um, He saw someone in Hull perform who was a member of the Inner Magic Circle and uh, quite a good close-up magician, and he thought, I quite like that, I quite like the world of magic. Um, But his problem was he couldn't be bothered to put the hours in. Uh, He liked being a showman, and he was quite a good showman, but but he really couldn't be bothered to to put in the necessary 10,000 hours to to get good at close-up magic um in the meantime he's developed a rival rivalry with a chap called kit who's gone on to have a phenomenal kind of dynamo style uh career as a magician um so knowing that he's not very good at magic james decides that he'll um he'll bring his uh, rival down a peg or two using his skills when it comes to deception Right, you mentioned deception there. You, you use a great uh, quote on the website um, saying, Magic is the only honest profession. A magician promises to deceive you, and he does. Yeah. So deception, is deception also a good technique for playwrights? <laughs> well, well, that's a good question, and thanks for throwing that quote back at me to justify myself. Uh, Theatre is uh, all about illusion, really, creating illusion and creating a world that doesn't really exist um, uh, and kind of tapping into people's imaginations. And I think there's a really good opportunity here to kind of merge the worlds of magic with the world of theatre. Um, and hopefully that'll, that'll uh, result in a satisfactory piece of work. Mm-hmm. The magi- magician um, that's taking part in the show is someone you know? Dominic Lee, who I think a lot of people in Hull may have seen perform close-up magic before. Uh, Dom uh, does uh, the open mic nights at Sailmaker's Arms. So if anybody's been in there watching folk music, they'll, uh, they may have uh, encountered uh, Dom, who's he's an absolutely amazing close-up magician. Um, and I've watched him. I've watched his hands at close quarters to do what everybody does to try and work out what's going on there. Um, and he's fantastic, and it's great that he's uh, so excited uh, as we are to to get on board with the play. And um, so we're going to set the the performance area out like cabaret style, so sort of like the kind of uh, environment where you'd see magic. And Dom's going to go from table to table, performing magic tricks to the audience. That sounds very very engaging. That, that's great. Yeah. Uh, now I can uh, imagine the young Windus um, back at home <laughs> in the early days. Um, in his bedroom, when 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 not ballroom dancing or practicing his moves, uh, sitting there with a you know a box of delights, a box of tricks, is this uh, something of you in this play? It's funny you should say that, uh, Jerome. Yeah, it was David Nixon. I don't know if you remember him, but David Nixon was on the go when I was uh, growing up, and I was fascinated by it. Definitely, um, I think a bit like my character James in the in the play. There was no way that I was ever going to put in the necessary time to do that. Um, I had a few little funny tricks, like the thing that sort of, you know, you cut your finger off, which doesn't, obviously, um, and a thing where you could slide it backwards and forwards and a, a penny would disappear and things like that. Um, so, yeah, I, I've I've been endlessly fascinated really with, with magic and um, it's very clearly, it's all, you know, make-believe and pretend and it, and it is, they are tricks, you know, there's not actual magic going on. Um, but we all buy into that deceit, don't we? Because we want magic to exist. Yeah, I think it's a really interesting area to explore. The deception in the show gets somewhat darker. 
Yeah, it's um, financial deception, really. Um, James becomes a con man, really, because he can't hack it in the world of entertainment. Um, but as I said, using the skills that he's, he's got as a showman, he's able to kind of convince people and deceive people and distract people and catch them when they're off guard. And, and, and those techniques that he sort of learned uh, allow him to kind of extract money from people. I was reading about these Ponzi scams that take place, um, uh, sort of fake investment um, things really, where, where people invest uh, huge amounts of money in, in, in things that don't really exist. And um thought, you know, if you had if you had the ability to kind of persuade people in a way that magicians do, yeah, you'd you'd, you'd kind of do that, wouldn't you, to earn a few quid? So, um, obviously, I don't commit crime, but it's quite nice to create a character who's, who's sort of attempting to do that. You mostly write um, about Hull as a city, or Hull plays a, a big theme in, in much of your writing. Uh, is this a bit of a departure with this particular play? <laughs> I've written a lot of pieces of work about Hull, and um, partly because I've been asked to do that, and, and it's just something that's come about, really. I don't think, if you look at the plays and, and sort of the ones that you're referring to there, Sully, which is obviously about a rugby league legend, Clive Sullivan, who played in Hull, Firestar, which is about Hull Arsonist, and and uh, Yearning Hearts, which has just been on the radio. There are other things going on. It's like Hull's the backdrop, and with Yearning Hearts, it obviously is a very Hull story, but but Sully, if you, look, if you look at that and you look at the themes and the issues that are going on in the play, outside of the Hull references. They're, they're kind of universal stories. I think Hull's a great backdrop. It's unexploited, really, in terms of fiction and literature and, and drama. And the, there's a level of authenticity, I think, if you know a city inside out um, that can um, uh, run through through your plays. Um, so it's not really a departure. I think I sort of mix it up, really. I've just come out of uh, the other end of, of working on a piece that was really about Hull, and, and this, isn't, this could be anywhere. Um, but I think you could... You could take a lot of the work of mine that is about Hull and you just change the references and it would be applicable to another city. But yeah, I mean, there's so many untold stories around here. I think there, there are a lot of stories that still need telling, um, not not just for me to tell them, but other people can do that as well. You've had a bit, uh, particularly good year with uh, Wits and Weddings and Yearning Hearts that you've just mentioned on the BBC. Yes, the first half of the year's done really, really well. So the second half of the year, you're going to go out with the bank. <laughs> well, bizarrely, uh, the, towards the end of last year, I thought I really need a year off just to sit and think, and I and I was kind of not really going to do much creatively, and it obviously hasn't worked out like that. I got the opportunity to write the uh, the radio drama Yarn in Hearts, and um, that was that was great. It sort of came out of the blue, and since then I've just been on this crazy kind of uh, treadmill of of uh, of, of work. Um, Hopefully, I'll go out with the bang. I'm working with Middle Child on another panther for fruit, so hopefully that'll go down well. Yeah, but it's just nice to be busy, really. And yeah, it's doing, doing what I love doing. I'm in a very fortunate position where I get to kind of sit writing, um, which is what I've always wanted to do, so I hope that continues. Thank you very much, Dave. We look forward to Heads Up Festival in September.